giving honor and glory to God of heaven who has allowed us to see another day for which we are able to make our calling in our election sure in Jesus Christ. I bring you greetings from the West Dublin Street Church of Christ in Urbana, Illinois. And I'm just grateful to be able to stand here and say something to you as well as to myself that will help us to keep fighting the good fight of faith. If the Lord's been good to you, say amen. amen. If the Lord has allowed you to keep your job, say amen. amen. The Lord has kept your children safe on last night while you slept in slumber, say amen. amen. Don't we serve a good God? And we come to give him almighty praise this morning. Now, I want to do this before we get into this lesson. If you are a beautiful woman, go ahead and stand. I don't see too many women standing. <laughs> praise God. No, keep standing. Keep standing. If you're a beautiful woman, go on and stand. Now, now, if you are a handsome brother, go ahead and stand. Ain't that... Now, don't y'all start lying. <laughs> All right. Praise God. Praise God. Let's open our Bible. Y'all, okay, let's open our Bibles. I wanted y'all to keep standing while we read God's Word, but that's all right. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, one lady said, all right, then, here we go. <laughs> I will be reading... First of all, let me just say thanks to my brother Jeff Carruthers, as he is known as the minister for the Carver Road Church of Christ, Dr. Jefferson Carruthers, um, for the invitation to stand before you this morning, and to all those who worked well with great enthusiasm uh, for this great lectureship that we're going to participate in throughout this week. Let's give them a godly round of applause for their efforts. Giving God honor for allowing my wife and I to travel here safely. Uh, we came through some places. Just every time she drove, it stopped raining. When I was driving, it rained. <laughs> I guess God was favoring her in many ways. But nevertheless, we, we arrived here safely. We thank God for that. Just want to read in your hearing uh, Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, and the verse that's been assigned to me is verse 1. I will be coming to you out of the New American Standard Bible. The Bible says, Therefore, since we have a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangle us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. From the assigned text, and the subject that is from this text is preparation for the race by faith. Preparation for the race by faith. The subject is one of those subjects that captures our attention as to what activities we are involved in for the preparation of the race. 
The subject, preparation for the race by faith, is one of those subjects that not only captures our attention, but it also commits everyone that are in the race to be confident in their ability. For the word for, the word for indicates a person favoring their purpose for being in the race. The privilege to race. Because we will hear people say, practice makes perfect. No pain, no gain. And in it to win it. The word for inspires us to be passionate about the race. Prepared for the race persistent through the race, and staying positive while in the race. The subject, mm -hmm, preparation for the race by faith, indicates what kind of race we have been invited to, be, to participate in. For the word, the race, indicates one race and the only race for all to participate in. And this race is called the faith race. Why? Because the people of God were on the verge of slipping back into Judaism. Therefore, the Hebrew writer or the Hebrew letter is written to exhort or to push God's people forward into the faith of Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. We come here to be encouraged to stay focused in the race. But we do know that while racing there are some mental obstacles that can take our eyes off the finish line. This is noted to us in Hebrews 10, 32 39, which is to have hope in the promises of God. Within the context of Hebrews 12, 1, the preparation for the race by faith requires a personality trait that resembles the conduct of who a person actually is. Are you following Jesusism or Judaism? Because Judaism uh, discerns for us a shadow substance of hope. But Jesusism is the faith or the reality of that hope. Amen. 
So we are in the faith race. And what we mean by the word faith is simply relying on Jesus. But if you are racing in Judaism, you are relying on your own ability. And not the grace of Jesus. We live by grace. We walk by grace. We do great things for God by grace. But in the context, it's called faith, which says the Lord will get me there. The Lord will see that I can endure the race. When we talk about personality, number one, we want to talk about the runner's personality for the preparation for the race by faith. Let me hear you say the runner's personality. What this simply means is that a runner's personality is adapted by or shaped by who, by who he or she emulates as someone who can edify their faith. Personality. The Hebrew writer says in Hebrews 11.39, And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, the Hebrew writer desires for his, for his readers, the Jewish Christians, to develop a personality by looking at the exemplary of those who have shown great faith towards or in the promises of Jesus Christ. We come to have our faith sparked, stimulated, so that we can stay focused on Jesus. The reason why many people are, lose, are falling behind in the race is because they have taken their eyes off Jesus. But Jesus is trying to encourage us through these workshops and our ministries and his study, that there is a great promise. And if you don't receive the promise, just trust in the fact that one day heaven will be our home. Number two, the runner's praise. You remember ABC, Why World of Sports, had a theme called Spanning the Globe to bring you the constant victory the, bring you the, the constant variety of sports, the thrill of victory, and the agony of human drama of athletic competition. Y'all not that young, you don't remember that. We say spanning the globe, we relate it to spanning the historical stories of the faithful followers of God. And their, and their thrill of victory, which is the spiritual drama going through agonizing conflict. Well, in the context then, the Hebrew writer says, Wherefore, therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witness, a runner's praise is in the fact that he's being encouraged to keep running the race. Running the race simply indicates that one will get tired, sweaty, 
It won out. Ankles will get sore. Knees will get swollen. Criticism will halt you. People looking at you funny and saying you can't endure it, can't stop you. But the cloud of witnesses saying, keep on keeping on. I, I want to say this, that I, I, I realize how fortunate I am looking at this text that I have a wife who ran for Purdue University. Now, she wasn't a nominal runner. She was an outstanding runner. She competed in two Olymp Olympics, uh, pre-trial Olympics, 84 and 88 in Los Angeles. She holds records at Purdue University. She has what is called the Sybil Perry Mental Attitude Award. And sometimes I got to remind her, whatever happened to that award you, that was named after you? Is that all right? But when we talk about the runner's praise, she tells me that running, she has her mama in the audience. Her daddy would be in the audience. Her friends would be in the audience. And they will tell her, keep on running. Am I right about it? I don't know who you got in your life, but sometimes you got to have somebody in your life who say, everything is going to be all right. I don't know if your wife is there, but God puts it right. Somebody in your life to say, keep on keeping on. Because in this race of faith, in this race of Christianity, you don't have time to be looking back at who's criticizing you. You don't have time looking back at who's complaining. You just put your knee up and put your back up and get your arms moving forward and say, I'm running this race. Now, my, now my wife, she, 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 she's been running ever since she was a young girl. And it's deep down in her veins. When we got married, she had so many shoes. And I said, baby, these shoes got to go away. She said, no, these shoes are staying right here because they are historical features of my life. Somebody wants you to put away your historical race shoes. But you have to tell them I ran in this race when I was a young man and young lady. And friends tried to bully me. And friends tried to get me to take drugs and friends try to put me down and I, I'm not throwing these shoes away because they are my historical praise that I've been running by faith. Am I right about it? You got the time in your life when you're in college and suffering, being bent down and broken, trying to stay focused on Jesus. Those are your running shoes. Am I right about it? Now you come at an age in your life and you say, and you look back at all the shoes that you have worn in the race and you say, by grace, I got where I am today. Amen this hour. Not only this, but when you are convicted, when you are committed to the race of faith, you have prepared yourself to walk with God by faith. You don't just stop running, but you, when you get too old to run on the track, you don't stop thinking about track. I'm right about it. My wife washed track. She cheers track. She eats track. She has track clothes. And I want to tell you that in this Christian life, you have things going on in your life, but you don't stop trusting. You don't stop praying. You don't stop pushing because the cloud of witnesses encourage you to keep on keeping on. My wife held a record for 30-some years at Purdue in the 400-meter hurdles. Just two years ago, it was broken. She's so committed to track and running that she took the time to go to University of Texas in Arlington to find a young girl who broke a record to commend her of a job well done. All right? I want to tell you something. That God's going to praise all of us for the work we have done. But we got to stop all this backbiting. 
celebrating ourselves, not letting stuff go, and, and, and taunting the younger generation that's coming up behind us. Some of you old folk been running this race. God bless you. I never baptized more than Marshall Keeble. I don't even think I could debate like Brother Evans. But they've been running this race, and that's their race. But they cannot stand in my way and stop me from bringing on a new generation of hope and belief. you got some folk in the church who won't let stuff go. They want to keep the stuff the same way. They want to be the pride of everything. But you got to let the younger generation bring in their gifts and run the race for more effectiveness, more expediency, more exhortation. I'm right about it. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing now. Let me just come over here. You got to realize that preachers, when you get old, you don't stop preaching. You can encourage the young preacher. You mold that young preacher. You let them know who are the snakes in the church, the wolves in the church. You keep them moving forward because they will recognize that maybe you're not on the racetrack, but you're still helping us to be on the racetrack of life. Am I right about it? My wife never lost her concentration on track. She still coaches track. She is now an NCAA Big Team, Big Ten uh, uh, track official. When track is in your vein, when faith is in your vein, you don't give up. You don't give it away. You find a way to keep helping the kingdom of God to prepare for the things on tomorrow. Am I right about it? But some of us think it's about us. Paul said, but woe is me if I preach not the gospel of Jesus. It's not about us. We're all going to get a crown of glory. We're all going to have somebody encouraging us. But let us encourage those that's coming up behind us. Then lastly this morning, lastly this morning, I want to talk about the runner's, uh, passion, the runner's prize. The runner's prize is in the fact that heaven will be his home one day. It's not just only wearing a crown, but it's having an understanding that we're going to be with Jesus for eternity. The Bible says in John, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In other words, when that, when that was being discussed, it is said that John's head was lying on the breast of Jesus Christ, where Jesus was able to comfort him and encourage him to realize he's going to a better place. I come by this morning to tell you, our prize is to have our head resting on the breast of Jesus. When he's able to wipe the sweat from my eyes and say, I know you wanted to give up, but you kept on running. I know you got sick sometimes, but you kept on running. Mm -hmm. There are some people in your life who tried to stop you and hold you down, but you kept on running. <laughs> now you just take your rest and enjoy the benefits of all your endurance. Uh, I'm thankful to God for the older members of the church. They may not be able to walk with the back straight, but they still come on to church. Ah, I'm grateful to God that they're able to come in and sing. I'm, I'm a hard-fighting soldier. 
I'm all right about it. And every time I look at the older members, I say I can't complain because if they can come in with sickness, arthritis, walking with a stroller, who am I to give up and to complain? They don't do it because they got a stroller. They do it because God has given them the faith to say, if you put one foot forward, I'll make, you, make the rest easy for you. I'm right about it. Oh, we're in the church this hour for the simple fact of realizing that we're trying to go somewhere. And that place is called heaven. But you got to realize to get to heaven, you got to stay on the event of life. You can't get weary or grow weary because once it's in your vein, you can't give up. Am I right about it? And because you won't give up, you walk around singing, it's in my vein, Lord, it's in my vein. Nothing but the blood of Jesus is in my vein. That keeps you moving. That keeps you motivated. That keeps you measured up for the glory of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Let us have a great day in the Lord.